name another show that can match it. How to name another show that can match it. Everybody from classy to ratchet. He fans like Jamal keep the flame alive. Dennis Lee got the Lake Show locked in five. The Dub K to Augusta GA. Talk everything from NBA to anime. Chat like homies or debate like enemies. It's all fun and games. Just match my energy. Just match my energy. Just match my energy. Yeah. What's good, everybody? Welcome back to episode 31, yep. I believe. 31 of the Match My Energy podcast, the real one. Uh, this is uh, Dennis Lee, a.k.a. Dino Fit Dennis. Hey, it's your boy Jamal, JC2 Bliss. Back at yeah, it. We, Another we week, back. man. Yeah. Um, man, how you been? Pretty good. Um, it was a special week last week. It was a lot of like presenting and uh right now we have these interns on for the summer. Um mm-hmm. a lot of the at least for our company, at the end of that summer, we give a lot of offers for these college students. So after graduation, they come on full time or uh they want to do a co-op or another internship for next summer. So just doing a lot of interviews with them and uh sending in a lot of interviews trying to you know decide who we want to select for next year so been a busy week last week um and then this weekend i went to see um uh transformers rise of the beast um okay no spoilers but it was super good i had very very low expectations for the movie going into it i kind of just feel like that series is like um Fast and Furious, where they just keep on throwing out different, different movies, different ideas, and it's like taking a turn yeah. for what it was supposed to be in my head. But this one was a really good story, really good, um, really good fight scenes. Something that I was like, man, even the fight scenes are dragging. But uh, from start to finish, man, I thought it was an overall pretty good movie. Of course, the ending could be, you know, could be tweaked, but that's most movies nowadays. But um, right, I would definitely recommend it as a movie theater movie. You know, I, I would say like if you can watch it at home, watch it at home. But I think that one with the action and the sound, if you don't have a movie theater at your crib, definitely go to the movies. But it's starting to phase out right now because it's only like a couple shows that are movie theater. So I'm pretty sure maybe two more weeks it's gonna be in the movie theater and probably be on a streaming platform down the line. Um, but yeah. That was pretty much it. Uh, it's pretty hot here. Well, I guess like high 90s, so it's not the triple digits that Kansas may have be seen, but... Um, I yeah. thought it'd be hotter down there, but I guess because y'all think, got the water by, uh, you know, a little yeah, bit. I would say it's a lot more humid, where like yeah. your whole hair will, you know, frizz up, go to a fro. My glasses always fog up as soon as I open the door, so I say... It's 90 plus the humidity levels going through the roof. So it's kind of yeah. like, ooh, you're feeling sticky and everything. It's like, eh. But um, but yeah, man. That's that's my week. Uh what about you, man? How you been? Man, it's been pretty cool. I guess it's been a couple weeks since we shot for real. Um hey, but... you ain't gotta t- tell them that. They don't know. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh it's been like, you know, a couple <laughs> days. <laughs> but uh <laughs> But yeah, no. Um, so we got rained out a couple times um, for softball. So we finally had like a makeup, uh, makeup mm-hmm. games uh, a couple of days ago on Friday. 
And this time, like my both of my sisters came to watch my mom and also my dad came for the first time. And that was pretty boy cool. had to show out. He had to show out. <laughs> yeah. It was just like it was just like, I mean, I played okay. It was just really kind of cool to see my parents there. And then it was like it's kind of like flashback a little bit because like it was like when I was a kid and I played sports. And like I said, my parents been divorced since so I was like second grade or something like that, second or third. Mm-hmm. And and so like you'll see like one parent right here, one parent over here away and like barely talking to each other. <laughs> and I'm like, man, this is that flashback. But uh uh I played pretty decent. Um we actually feel like we're getting a little bit better. Uh, my fielding's getting better, like nothing too crazy with like the catches, but just like, you know, being able to stop the line drive, throw it to the base real quick, stuff like that. Um, but gotcha. I don't know if it, it's, it's definitely somewhere that makes you feel good that you staying active and, and all that. Like, Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, we've been doing that. Um, sure. Been trying to work on, um, of course, my the, the pre-orders are going and got shirts coming uh, this week. So I'll be able to mail out the ones that I need to mail out and deliver to the ones I need to deliver. Um, but um, yeah, and then today, um, I'm a basketball fans and people that know the TBT tournament, big one with like a lot of like college alumni and stuff like that will come back together and play against each other. Uh, and they'll play for a million dollars so um they got different regions they've been do- they've been keeping it pretty like consistent with having like at least a round or so in wichita so mm-hmm. like at the charles coke arena they'll have it and we got our team the aftershocks so um it's cool because then also you'll see like a lot of these players are like you know obviously they're all like alumni but uh and they'll Pretty sure they'll have like friends that are in the NBA or uh you know, some of them that like used to play in the NBA. So you'll end up seeing like NBA players, former, present, you know, like some young ones. Cause like for some of these teams, maybe this one wanted to play, but he's actually in a G League slash NBA contract. So he actually can't play, but he's there right there with his boys or watching. So now you sitting there yeah. chatting it up with you know, this guy and that guy. So I know like Fred Van Fleet will be there. Um, cause he was there yesterday. The shocks won the aftershocks won. So now they're going to play, they're going to play again. Like they were number one seed. So, uh, we actually been pretty good over the years, I guess. And yeah. but we actually haven't gotten to the like million dollars yet. Yeah. And does so, the million dollar go to charity or how does that work? Do you know? Uh, I think it goes to them and I can't remember if they like decide to like have it go towards a charity or their pockets. Cause remember all the ones that are in the tournament are like, they aren't like NBA players and some of them play like pro ball and like overseas or something, but that money's not NBA money. So like if they were like, you know, Fred Van Fleet contract or something like that, I would, I would understand him being like, you can take my portion and send it to charity. I already have. 200 mil. Oh, yeah. You know, <laughs> now the other people but, are like, hey, I need this uh, direct deposit. <laughs> yeah. So you said broken down, I get 15 or whatever. 
Yeah. I get a hundred thousand. Cool, cool. Here's my routing number. Here's my. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's why I got the you know rep of the shockers today. Okay, okay. I mean, I'm gonna still. All right, we gonna put that on. I'm just saying. Hey, yeah, I, I got... don't miss a day. I was... <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting ready for my Lakers shirt on too. I was like, we got the yellow, the so you know. Yeah, yeah, still yellow. You know. I mean, you talking but, basketball, but what about like the, I wanted to get into like the, so that's still kind of exhibition type games. So yeah. or is, on that well, on that realm, or is it more like it, a, a league? Well, I mean, it's kind of like a consistent tournament, I guess that they do like after the season is over and, and the, uh, a lot of the overseas seasons are over. Mm-hmm. So they, so they're able to come and play in this. Um, and lately I've been seeing like even like YouTube creators have been like putting bids in and and like uh I've like seen YouTube that. basketball players, like they've been getting in the tournament too. Um they say it's kind of exhibition-ish, but every game that you go to, it don't feel like no type of like it's not like Drew League where you can tell they out there like uh like just having fun or whatever. Like they put they work oh, yeah, a million dollars to your pocket. Well between the team, that's still yeah. yeah. That's gonna be like, even if it's ten people, it's a hundred thousand a piece broke down. You know, that's nice. Well, I was bringing so, it up and, because go ahead. Oh, and it's like potential because these games are on like ESPN and ESPN yeah. two and all that. So like you got potential like your know, old buddy that was playing for I don't know the Cardinals or whatever or whatever team. Uh, he was actually kind of nice. Let's maybe get him in for a workout or for whatever, so you could potentially get more looks and. And get in there. I know I made fun of the uh, white men can't jump, like how you get an NBA contract out of, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but they game. do get looks, and they already pros. You know, most of these are already pros, so it's kind of like getting a, another contract to go somewhere else, maybe even you. NBA or wherever. So, yeah, certain things like that. What were you, you saying about you. the? Well, I was about to say because right now Ice Cube is doing his podcast tour. Um, mm-hmm. He's talking about everything, but mostly trying to promote the big three. So, right. And for some of those people that don't know, is Ice Cube has this league that is three on three uh, style basketball with a four point shot included as well. Um, mm-hmm. They usually play in the summertime. It's, mm, some of these are mostly retired NBA players or players that are trying to make a come up, like they'll be like 22, 23. Um, maybe trying to get the contract or something, still can have some hoop dreams. And there's some players right. that are out of the league, not fully retired, but they still like the hoop and maybe trying to make a run back into the NBA. Uh, mm-hmm. Also, former NBA or coaches and stuff like that. So, even some WNBA players involved as well. So, it's it's kind of ingrained with a lot of the NBA, uh, the basketball realm. But one of the things they've been kind of saying is that the NBA is not allowing the their owners to invest in that league. And Ice Cube been kind of combating that saying we're not in competition. This is a whole different, whole different thing. It's three on three. If they work with the uh, if the NBA allows the owners, they can work with them to, you know, not st- step on any toes with summer league. Well, you know, stagger the games, make sure the schedule match up, especially in the summertime where there's nothing else going on besides summer league. And they yeah. don't have to touch those rookies and the people that's in those in those league games. You don't have to touch those individuals. So, um, but I always want to ask, I was like, 
do you see I think Big Three's been out for like five to six years right now. Um, right. but we still I still see it as being low key. Not a lot of people, a lot of people hear about it, but how many people actually tune in every game? How many people have gone to the game? So right. do you see it becoming something like even if the NBA doesn't endorse it, which I don't see it, I don't see it being as big if the NBA doesn't bless it. But do you see it being like one of these top leagues that we kind of look at um, going forward? So I don't know. I mean, okay, so I think um, honestly, I lo- I like the league a lot. Um, I like it because it's like you kind of think to yourself like. Ooh, what if so and so was still able to play or was still in the league? Because then there's still some players that like, like one of the things that I'm starting to learn about the NBA and sports business is the business aspect. To where we've noticed in the NBA, where you're like, why isn't I throw out a name? Why isn't John Wall playing? Why did, why isn't he on a contract? If he's super nice, why is it that I don't know? this player and that player aren't playing and we're mm-hmm. trying to learn that well yes he's better than this guy this guy and this guy this guy you know the, a lot of the rosters of people playing why isn't boogie cousins in the league you know um but it's mainly because of like the business aspect like for some reason team will feel like well this guy could bring in potentially this money or we actually ha- are trying to invest in this guy that's his exact same position or whatever i don't know because of his marketability it could be this guy's marketability over this one i guess um so but but then you have a league that's like i don't really care about that he's nice let's get him over here you know like um and so i think that the nba uh i've been trying i've been trying to make it make sense to me because as much as i am for Ice Cube in that league, and I want to see it prosper. I keep trying to say, like, well, what would they have to stop that for? Like, is it racism? Is it this, that? And then I, mm. I, I try to think about it, and I think one of the things would be, I think the NBA not not as scared because it's so big, but I think greedy people will be greedy people. Um, mm. Where like, let's say they do invest and it gets big, right? We start to get butts in seats. A, okay, so the average person, we're not talking about the celebrities that are sitting down there and going every week or whatever. We're talking about the average nine to five working, you know, the average American. Um, we can't just fly and go to every game. Or like, let's say you live in Miami or whatever. Even if you live in Miami, what are the chances that you go to, I'll say, more than five Miami games a season. It's probably really low because of ticket pricing, this and that, and being busy, not being able right. to have that in your schedule, whatever the case, or you got a family. So um, if, like, even though it's not during the same season, you're still going to take away some of my, you still could potentially take away some of my revenue in the NBA. Because now if it's like, okay, so, like me with basketball or with baseball jerseys, like most of my friends know or my family know, like every year uh, for my birthday, I buy one baseball jersey. And then mm-hmm. maybe I might buy a second jersey throughout the year if I get a deal on something or, you know, something. Yeah. 
and, and so if if the average person's only buying like one, maybe two jerseys a year, okay, and I get a three-headed monster jersey. Now, when am I able to go buy the Lakers jersey or the Bucks jersey or the, you know what I'm saying, or the Kyrie jersey, because that's my guy. Like, you're taking away a potential jersey sale there, a potential butt and seat, potential, you know, uh, viewership because I was just watching basketball. Now, somebody like us, we can sit there and watch whatever the basketball is all day. I'll watch a street ball game, big three game, a Laker game, all the same day. But some people are going to be like, I'm kind of sports stout. I'm going to go do this. Or they don't want to be sitting there all day. Maybe we got errands to run. And so even if it's not lined up, I could see why it would look like it still takes away from our league. Um, And we're already trying to invest in the WNBA, which is taking a hit. So now you want us to invest on another investment that I don't fully see being big. Like, or, or maybe you don't fully believe in me. I think it's tight. I think it's a whole separate thing, but it's kind of like could slam ball and big three and the NBA all coexist or man, I just, I forgot about slam ball coming back. Right. That they all coexist or will one end up falling, falling. Like Mm -hmm. uh, I literally just read something this morning um, about the Bellator. Like, you know, uh, you, uh, MMA, uh, it's like I think it's like breaking news. Uh, they're actually going to be dissolving because, and so like some of the players will be going to uh, the UFC, and then there's like another league or another type of fighting thing. And so it's just like at such a high level, you know, because there are smaller leagues around. There's the EFC. There's all these lower ones, but there's two. There's two big names. There's Bellator, and there's UFC. And so now, like, and they do the exact same thing, right? So right. how could both of them stay stay around and stay big? Eventually one crumbles. So yeah. maybe they, he's on some, like, I'm really trying to wait for you to crumble because you ain't going to keep up with the money. I mean, w, uh, WNBA is already leading us a little bit because revenue is not up. And that, I'm going to say, yeah, I guess. But... Yeah, you know, that's, like it, that's a good that's a good take on it for sure. Especially, but like I said, I don't see especially with the money that the the league is getting, like billions of dollars, and the amount they're paying players. I like for me, I don't see them taking away from the fans as much because I don't see the big three taking enough fans away that it makes right. a big dent into their pockets in the long run, but. Like you said, greedy people stay greedy. So if I see that 1% missing, I'd be like, well, they wasn't here. I would have had that 1%. So I do see, right. see what you mean about like, hey, we want to keep everything we can. But I think I think it could be successful. I just don't know how long it's going to take. Um, right. But cause to me, like I, I like you said, like John Wall and Boogie Cousins, those are two examples that I say, like, I would love this casino to see playing. So one of the examples some people say is like, hey, if the NBA is not happening, you know, some I think Boogie tried to do overseas or is doing that now, but he did. I yep. was like, but honestly, we don't really see those games. We only see the highlights. So I think it'd be, you know, big three would be an opportunity for him to kind of showcase, still be 
pretty competitive as well. Because, I mean, mm-hmm. to me, it looks still competitive. It's not too much for that. All right, I'm just going to let you go by and get the next one type of deal. They still kind of go at nah, it. they be hooping, yeah. Let's see. I saw uh, Mario Chalmers highlights. He be he be going at him in a big three. I'd be like, I think he could still run. Yeah. Um, Yo, I saw Hezzy guys in there now. Yeah. he. I'm like, they getting some names. But um, I think... um. I think the NBA is going to have to just go ahead and like, hey, let me just let me just check it out. But I I don't know if they can get that stamp. Um, yeah. I have to. I think they have to prove themselves that they can be profitable without the NBA. Once they prove that, then the NBA is going to invest into it. I, I feel like, or allow the owner. I don't. The NBA directly won't invest, but the owners. Right now, the issue is that the owners are not allowed to invest in a competitor but mm-hmm. they are viewing them as a competitor which right which what we're saying so um it's so kind of like the nfl and the xfl like one's gonna end up crumbling or whatever but also it could end up being like like you don't understand like it kind of would help the players but i don't think corporate cares you know, I don't think the big names up top care like they only care about my dollar and 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 people turn 19 every day you know what I'm saying? So yeah, I mean, we gonna yeah. I also heard I was like maybe they the big three could take away from some of the younger talent instead of like focusing and grinding the G League. They gonna get the contract that they could get in G League and NBA in the big three, but they could have take away from hey, the NBA is not showing me any any love. So let me just shoot my shot from going from G League to the big three or from college to the big three. That was some gripes right. there, but I was saying they like, already barely want to go to college. They already are like trying right. to figure OTE out OTE and all that college. stuff. So yeah. yeah, so yeah, that's gonna be. I think the college is really gonna be taking a hit because right now all this other stuff popping up, like nobody's gonna want to do that college stuff. Everybody can do these little substitutes or alternatives for that one year eligibility, which I think is gonna be uh, dismissed in a couple of years from now, where you can go straight from high school again. For, I think for a percentage of people, but yeah. I also think that's gonna mess up a lot of people's chances that could go to the NBA. Cause I'm not sure if you I don't know how it work where if you declare to go to the NBA, you don't get picked up, or do you have to go to G League that route? Or uh, you can't go back in the draft, I don't think. Like you um, can't be I like think, I didn't get picked no, up in I the first two rounds, so next year. But at least with I'm the try again, yeah, yeah. So I don't know if um, I feel like that may mess up a lot of kids where it's like I know I'm good enough, or I think I'm good enough to go to NBA from my senior year or whatever. But mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. But with at least the college year or that year of just picking yourself out, getting better, I feel like you know that increases your odds and stuff like that. So I still think if they do allow the and I know we were kind of bouncing, but if, if they allow the high school um, straight to the NBA, I feel like it should be like a really slim percentage of people. Yeah. It shouldn't be like and half the, the class. Was, able- I mean, that's what it was before. I mean, because like, and and I think that also comes with like being smart and having the right people around you because not everybody that's nice senior year, you may be good to get that first, like, like the, the, that D1 scholarship, sure but not everybody has even got the size, the speed. So I think that like, let's say name out of a hat, Zion. Zion would probably would have done better coming straight out of high school. 
Yeah. Um, he was yeah. already big. He's already fast. He already had less injuries. So maybe he would have been more successful. Only thing is, like they say, maybe the mental uh, for yeah. a lot of people. And we're even seeing that even with him now. You know, I feel like mentally he wasn't or isn't quite there. He's not there. Um, yeah. So you'd have to deal with that. But like, it's also like, of course, if you talk to the right agents, talk to the right scouts, talk to the right uh, formal, former NBA players. Hey, do you think I should? You think I could probably go now? Because, like, I mean, it, there's some play like they showed, uh, like Kobe. Um, they talk about like how when he was a senior and he was like going to these open runs with like, with like pros and he's cooking them. They were mm-hmm. like, okay, yeah, he might, he might be ready he right now. Be. Whereas you know, with some people, it's like, yo, yeah, go ahead and go to Duke for a couple of years or go get one. You know, um, then I think did you see uh, where Gilbert Arenas was talking about how um, even with like WNBA, they're saying that like they need to start letting the girls go out of high school or earlier than just like they. I think in WNBA you got to do all four years or something or three or something like that. Mm. But he's saying like one thing that happens from high school to college is you end up being stripped of your uniqueness because when you go play for a college and even like, mm-hmm. eh, not so much anymore, but like, I was gonna say like some prep schools, but um, when you go play in college, they put you into a certain system, get on the block, do this, you know, right. whereas before, especially in today's game where it's almost positionless basketball now. All right. So it's like you, I was at, I'm talk Wichita talk. I was at Heights High School and I was that dude, not me personally, but for example, I'm at Heights High School. I'm that dude. I'm six five, but my coach trusts me to play, however, even though I'm the tallest player on the team. Because for some reason here in Kansas, we don't really get that tall to where, you know, when we had Perry Ellis uh playing for Heights, he was like what, six, I forget, like six, 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 seven, or something like that. But they had him at center. Mm. And it's like, but he can shoot though. He can dribble. Like he, he was able to move that way. So you kind of like take the training wheel. And then he goes to KU. And KU is very much so a program. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Everything is a certain way. Uh, so then you've already stripped him of so much of his uniqueness. And then you go into the league and find out like we don't even treat big men the way we supposed to, the way we used to treat them. Yeah, you know, we don't do the low block thing no more, and you know, that's what happened with this draft. This last uh, this year, they said it was a whole bunch of you know, big men that was in a college that was outstanding players that didn't get picked up because the league is not headed that way in the NBA. And then for WNBA, at least if they would try to come from high school, bro, I don't know because it's already college graduates that was outstanding that got picked up and cut on mm-hmm. their teams. It was because they were talking about like it was like three or four girls that came from uh that USC squad and they was cut from their teams for whatever reason before like they was drafted, cut before the start mm-hmm. of the season. Oh and shoot. The issue I think they were saying is that one, they don't have enough roster spaces and WWE doesn't have enough teams to allocate all the players. So uh, they are cutting they some of the, their teams. Yeah. They're pretty much cutting like the, the rookies and those younger players because it's like, well, we kind of already have our refined team. We might pick up one good young player, but we can't get two or three at the same time. So, and keep right the same players that we have. So, um, 
that's unfortunate. So that's what I'm saying. If they introduce the high school, they would have to have to have more uh, teams, which we already know how the WNBA market is. Growing more teams would be a lot, a bigger hit. That, than that would probably sink the league. Yeah, they didn't be bankrupt. So, um, yeah, it's stuff like that, man. But going back to the big three, yeah, I think yeah. the big three would uh-huh. be could be something that could be enjoyable. But like I said, I think it has to have some profitability shown before the NBA can be like, okay, we see where you're going. But to your point, <laughs> why would I invest in something that we can foresee as it being a competitor? May not be a right. big competitor to us, but Nonetheless, it'd be something that can be taken out pockets with the fans. And then you also missed a slam ball, which I was like, I forgot that was coming back. That one, I don't see, because that one kind of feels... Uh, it feels very arcade, arcade, yeah, Arcade-like, so, yeah, circus-like, uh-huh. so that was not like, okay, that's just, okay, y'all in a bouncy house type. <laughs> I don't know. It does, right. <laughs> I mean, it does get a little physical. It does, it does, it's enjoyable with the tackles and all that kind of stuff, but, um, I can see that easily as fast as it came back, as it can disappear just as fast. So for sure. But yeah, I don't know. I think honestly, it, it to me it's just greed. Um, and like, so one of the things I think that like, and and real quick before we switch gears, um, I think that like, and I've felt this in my own life. Um, even if you're not supporting me. Don't don't try to stop me or don't do don't do the little bit of things to 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 make it harder for me. Just get out the way. Just get yeah. out the way. I don't need I don't need your handouts. I don't need your yo, but just let me rock. Let me let me do my thing and stop trying to blackball or 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 talk crazy to me. Just say, hey, I don't know nothing about that. And and I literally agree. just leave it alone. So and that's exactly what they're doing. They that's what it on, feels like. They're blocking him on TV networks. They the NBA is reaching out to the TV network and say, hey. If y'all play this one, y'all probably won't get our, you know, that's, that's what y'all play our stuff. So like that's why he was saying he's only in like a portion of the games, he's only on like CBS or something like that. And the rest he has to go to like a like a third party app or something like that. We have to watch the game. He can't even watch it like See. on a TNT and stuff like that. So or ABC. So the can't league is already ESPN. yeah, yeah, none of the ESPN. So that's why it's like, and those are like, I feel like if they was on those platforms, that can boost up the league a little bit more. But the NBA is definitely intervening on what Ice Cube is telling us, which yeah. does look apparent. Um, they are intervening in those different areas where the, the media markets, where they're not talking about it on no talk shows, like the yeah. first takes in the ESPN talk show, no ESPN uh, talk ways, and then the media and all that. Like you, like I said, if Ice Cube don't talk about it, you don't. Talk, nobody's talking about the big three besides the players in there. Yeah. That, that that might show they little highlight reel that they did for like a minute or two on their social media because they went and showed out. But besides that, that's the only it's, talk about it's not it. Not much. Yeah, we don't really see too much. Um, and so yeah, I think that's the problem there. Like I said, like, and I see it so much like in life. A lot of times people won't won't even just let you do your thing. I don't care if you don't mess with me. All you gotta do is just go on about your regular life. But going out of your way to call this people, this person, that person, and talk stuff about me here and this and that, there's, 
there's no reason for that. You know, we all yeah. could win, we all could win, we all could do something, you know what I'm saying? But right. greed, greedy people gonna be greedy. If for some reason, let's say as a trainer, as a trainer, if somebody says, Hey, I'd much rather go to, I don't feel like name dropping people, but yeah, X Y Steve, Steve Smith. Yeah, go to Steve Smith or whatever. And you know Steve. Oh yeah, he a, he a this, he a that. Da, 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 da. Like if I go, if I just go and just bash him to people, oh, if you, I don't care if you don't go to me, but definitely don't go to him. Da, da, like that yeah. sounds wrong. Yeah. And so, and so instead of just being like, hey, yeah, definitely check it out. Hey, but if not, I'm here for you. Blah blah blah. I don't like to talk stuff about other trainers. I'm just you know because we all in the hustle, we all in the game. So I think that's one of those things that they're kind of doing on a on a much grander scale, much, you know, tons of thousand X and you're literally not even just taking money out of ice cubes mouth, but those other players, the people who work the events, like so many people get paid or don't by the way that you talk shit about what we got going on over here. So true. And so, yeah, man, uh, man, you know what? This is kind of random. But like I said, we just chatting. Uh, I just finished watching um, that. Basically, it was a documentary on uh, on Netflix about about the uh, American Gladiators, mm-hmm. and it kind of like somewhat talked about like how like how hard it was starting out, and they were just trying to figure things out, and how like there was all these different obstacles. I mean. Of course, the show's about obstacles, but like <laughs> obstacles <laughs> to try to get the show up and going and people trying to like talk down on it. No, this will never work and all that. Maybe just it's made me think about that, but it's definitely a real quick, uh, not an ad, but it's a pretty good documentary, man. It's like five episodes. Uh, it's really zany. You're sitting there like, what? Like some of it's like funny, some of it's sad, some of it's like very informative about the business and how lack of knowledge it made me think like boy it wouldn't have been able to happen like the like the best of like the contracts and all that and when they try to go on Mm. strike um it wouldn't have been able to happen or they would have been able to get paid a lot better if they had social media in 1989 like 1990 Mm. 1991 like because a like it was like the gladiators were sitting there getting fucked up like so bad like because like these games especially in the earlier stages they didn't have all the safety precautions or like they didn't like fix how it you know what's the best way to play this game so you got Mm -hmm. (laughs) one of the games is just like uh knock this guy out out the circle knock the gladiator out the circle or whatever so they seem to just basically just fighting and all that or um like you got to kind of like climb go from like ring to ring up in the air and then like the gladiator goes and tries to like jump on you did you ever watch uh have you ever seen episodes of that i know that's like way before your time but i mean i've seen some clips of it yeah like nice then, why I, reckless I, games yeah i've seen some of those for sure and now they have the ones where they it's like a tag zone type it's kind of the modern I, one where they kind yeah. of tag the person and they got different obstacles. You got the last, you know, you a say, minute or something. So they, and they talk about how basically American Gladiators was like the, its influence on the world is A, like all the game shows that we see today from like 
white belts to American Ninja Warrior to tag, mm. that tag game, um, all these different stuff that's like that. Even like the kid games that, that we grew up watching, like the what's the uh, guts. Okay, yeah. I remember stuff that one. like that. Yeah. So like it was just crazy. So like it showed like how they started making money off of merchandising mm. and all that, but not the gladiators. They were just like, and then if a gladiator got hurt, they weren't even like really providing like medical care. Like, so they was like sitting there snapping ACLs. And they're like, oh, I guess you're off the show then. Go figure Man. out what to do. Like, <laughs> to your Achilles? oh, shoot. Like, yeah. Man. Like, I'm about to check that one out. I, a good I mean, one. at least for doc- documentaries, I'm not really like gun ho on it. Like, some people like documenting heavy. So I'll try to yeah. you know, watch a couple. One of them I have on the radar is the the Flaming Hot Cheetos documentary. Oh, uh, well, I, I want to see that one. A movie? Isn't that going to be like a movie? I think it's going to be a. I think I don't know if it's a movie or a documentary, but uh, I know I think it's on Hulu I, I, right now, and yeah. I want to see. I want to check that one out because I know a little bit of story based off the trailer of it, by like a I think it's like a Hispanic or Mexican um, janitor. Mm-hmm. And yeah. he kind of brought the idea and he was the kind of he was the originator of that uh that flavor. So, but I just want to know the back end or what they can provide in that he documentary. Get money. Yeah. Yeah, like if he yeah. actually, you know, hey, I just gave y'all that idea, but y'all kind of shut me out on the deal, which I'm pretty sure that happened. But sure. Uh, yeah. But yeah, that's one of the things I was like, documentary-wise, I only have like a couple that in the bag. I'm like, okay. That's interesting, but I'm not like huge. Like, you know, you have different yeah. categories on Netflix or what else? You got the little oh, yeah. comedy, you have the action adventure, you have the documentary. I'm one of those yeah. that kind of skip the documentary section. There's a, somebody there's recommend, some good ones. If somebody yeah. recommended, like you recommended, then I'll go check it out. But I'm not the one that's going to go scroll and find one. I'm not really that type, not that invested in those type of. Yeah. Unless it's like one of them sports ones or something like that, like the. Redeem oh yeah, team. you know, redeem team and stuff like that. You know, I'm gonna go ahead. What was that one? Bad sport. Mm. Bad sport. It was on Netflix, I think, and it was like it's like a series, so it had like different sports in it, but it was like different sports scandals. Mm-hmm. So there was one where it was like a, a, a Arizona State. The dude was like a point shaving and stuff like that for money and. Oh wow! What's his name? Like they called him Headache. Headache, and he like he was going like if he didn't get in trouble for all this stuff, like if it didn't come out about him like shaving points and helping winning bets and all that with like the mob, mm-hmm. he probably was gonna be one of them ones in the league. Like he was, especially back then when you could be shorter, because he was like he wasn't nothing but like five nine, five ten, but he was giving people headaches. Like that's how they called right. it. <laughs> like he they was like yo when we watched him play, it was like he controlled the whole game, both the other team and our team, and. Like, if he wanted to, like, he knew, like, like he would score as many points as he wanted. He knew wh- exactly where to throw the ball for. If I pass it here, he may end up, like, having to dribble and shoot and passing out of it. But if I throw it right here, he's going to get an easy bucket. Like, so he knew how to, like, get the right amount of assist for stuff and the right amount of points and all that. And Oh, wow. And so it was crazy. Yeah, bad sport, I think it's called on there. That was another one that was crazy. Mm. But uh yeah, I think um 
I think a lot of times, I mean, I guess wrapping it all up, uh, it's the business, like the people up top, like they don't like, maybe they're so far removed from like the working part or the come up or the little people that get affected that they don't care who they wreck in their sabotage, you know? So. Oh yeah, for sure. Cause you know, that news might not even make it all the way up to um, necessarily now with social media, you know, somebody make a TikTok about their story or how a company treat them. It gets yeah. to X amount of views and that's how, you know, people got to address those. But in the, in the past for sure. And even right now still, you know, if they affect somebody that's you, th- you think is like down the food chain, it's like, hey, it's just how business is, you know, and they so, go on with their yeah. life. So, man, it's like the uh, what's that? The writers and the actor strike going on right now. Like, it's like the little guy. And, and the thing is, I keep seeing there where people that like on the outside, like a us type of thing, a lot of people are like, uh, so you guys got a whole bunch of money. I just seen you on such and such. I seen you on this show. It's like, okay, A, we're not talking about the Brad Pitts of the world. And B, that's what they're talking about. The ones that we've seen on whatever power show or Insecure. I've seen this thing where uh, the dude who, uh, did you ever watch Insecure? No. I need to watch okay. it though. Yeah, it's really good. I saw it's on, I saw it's on Netflix now. So I was like, huh, that's okay. Even though yep. it's a you know HBO show, HBO, but yeah. uh, but like the barber and one of Issa's boy, one of her boyfriends on the show, um, he like showed like he was on a good amount of episodes too. He like showed that like he had like fifty residual checks, and he like uh, deposited them all at the same time, and it came up to like I forget the exact number, but it was like eighty five dollars. What for, for all fifty? Whoa. And so it's like. So it's like, yes, guys, like we're not talking about the fact of uh, Scarlett Johansson was supposed to get 80 million, but she only got 20, which still is a travesty. You should get paid what you're worth and what they bring in or at least a percentage of things. I understand that. But we're talking about people on these hit shows and all these things Mm -hmm. that are getting like nothing or like you'll get a small little front end and. They're like, yeah, so you'll get percentage on this or the fact that now streaming has become the bigger thing. So when shows are in syndication on regular channels like Fox or whatever, you'll get a check every time that airs. Whereas it's hard to track that on streaming sites. Mm. So like it could get I can watch Rick and Morty every day, but they don't show that like it was getting watched every day, you know, so um, the people that may get residuals from that don't now or Mm. what i think is going on is i think that like streaming sites aren't making what they thought they'd be making and so Mm. they that's why that's another reason why they don't show what they're doing because they could mess up their uh stocks that's also true also why they raise some of the description prices on certain things as well and now they do like because they're under Hulu used to be fine well i don't know they under but uh, you know, Hulu and all them used to be like fine. You pay this fee, um, for no ads, and now they mm-hmm. now that you don't have it, they add longer ads in there now. It used to be like thirty second ads, like back in the day. Yes. And now it's like a minute thirty going on two minutes, and it's kind of forcing the use the, the uh end user to be like, 
I think two more dollars a month might be worth it just to get these ads off. And it sucks. So and now they have like yeah. all these like uh, add-ons. <laughs> so it's right, like right. instead of going for Disney Plus paying that subscription, come to Hulu, pay five extra dollars a month, and we'll have Disney Plus with you in here. So you can tell like they're trying to everybody's trying be to like, get a piece want, of the you pie. Want Showtime? You want Showtime too? So then you put an extra $3 with that whole package. Yeah. So everything is just, well, and the reason why I say under, not necessarily because of like them losing money off of like subscription and stuff like that. But think about a lot of the um, Netflix originals, the Hulu originals, all those, all those movies that they're making maybe could have costed, I don't know, for quick maths, $30 million. Okay, but in normal movies, they get made back by a going to the movie theaters, posters, okay, whatever. That's what you're saying. Okay, but if I just, but if I just put it straight to streaming, where are the ticket sales? I was already on the website. I was already like we're already paying the same amount no matter what. So I could mess around, not go to work for a month, and watch five movies a day. I'm paying the same price. Whereas if I go to the to the movie theater and pay five or, or watch five movies a day, that's like hundred dollars a day you know so yeah i don't know i mean i know they do track like the number of views getting streams and stuff like that so but i don't know how that equates to profit and money wise i just know they yeah. could be like this is the most streamed movie on this platform and we don't, but, we don't, but don't even know, know that for that, sure yeah we also don't know they could be lying they could be like you know let's push this one let's push that one like because they never reveal their actual numbers oh for sure i mean for sure it's gonna be some manipulation, especially when you see the top 10 in the US, and I'll be like, Well, this just came out two hours ago. How is this the top 10? Right. <laughs> and then, they got off work yet. <laughs> and then it'd be like a movie that's like super old. Maybe they just put it onto Netflix, but I was like, How is this top 10 for sure? Like, right. I, I, I can't think of a, a good example, but Made um, in Manhattan should not be trending right now. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's or something like, or, something. or like you, you see something like, if it's a Netflix original, I've noticed that they always put it in their top 10 because it's something that just came out. It's like, oh, yeah, whether or not this is top 10, we want you guys to feel like you're missing out on something. Click it, watch it just because. Right. So, right. I mean, it, it makes sense. Oh, yeah, it's market. If it's coming from us, we definitely gonna market ourselves for sure. Um, yeah, but yeah, for sure, they definitely manipulating those numbers or manipulating what we see or perceive mm-hmm. so well and i think another thing that was that they're striking about that was kind of crazy well and it's kind of like i'm sure you haven't seen it yet but like the 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 new episode the first episode on the newest season of black mirror where mm-hmm. basically they were able to use um like well that one was a little weirder, but basically what, what they're trying to do is be able to use uh, actors like likes, likeness and images in perpetuity. So like mm. using AI, using AI now, we can go ahead and have a young Harrison Ford with his voice, with all that. And it looks just like him, walks, you know, all that. Um, and so we can keep doing that, which. In theory, it sounds kind of cool, but we know that they won't give the proper uh, pay to that. They're, like, if y'all want to use my likeness, I need a fat stack. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
Nah, it's either. on the way. It's already on the way. Yeah, I mean, because they're probably going to do it anyway, but that's what they're trying to strike, say, y'all can't do that. Like, you cannot use my likeness and image, but it's, I don't know. So they're also. That's hard. Yeah. Cause, well, because also you can make them do things that they don't, that they would normally say, oh, no, I don't want to do this in movies. And it's now they're like, oh, okay, you don't have to. And now you got, you know, Jamie Foxx kissing Will Smith or something. And they're like, what? We weren't going to do that. You know? Yeah. That's so, so true. Plus, the, I mean, right now with the comedians that I've been watching it, shout out to, um, what's that one I was watching? <sighs> Ronnie Jordan and. Uh, More Than Culture. More Than Culture, 85 South Show. They've been talking about the um, uh, writer's strike with the. Um, the sitcom writing. So right now mm-hmm. they used to come to comedians to, hey, can you write this script? Put in some of those ha-ha, hee-hee, funny moments in there, but also keep it with the story and stuff like that. But now with the AI, stuff like that, they might not, they might not get the humor out of it, but they're writing at that baseline, backbone script that they was coming to them for. And right. that's kind of messing up a lot of things like that. And, you know, like I said, it's going to take a turn where People just have to realize that people are still valuable. Uh, people don't want to be used. You know, their likeness and stuff want to be used all kind of ways. And once they said those, like I said, I don't know when they said writer strike, I was like, do they come to some type of agreement, something that's legally binding? Hopefully that comes. That's how stuff ends. But right. um, hopefully it comes to some type of agreement where people can say, hey, if you want to use something of mine, you have to cut, you had to get my K from it, you know what I mean? And then it's X, Y, and Z that can't be used with this, but yeah, you, can, you can lease it out, you can lease, lease my likeness or whatever. And yeah, I, I just think that it's a, I don't know, I, I think that like I saw Andrew Schultz posting something where basically it's like he thinks that the strip and he's an actor too, so he's like he gets it, but like. We may, he said that like we may be fighting a losing battle because, yeah, of like if they can't pull from what they don't got, and like we said, it may be greed. So now, like this person way, way, way at the top may may five hundred million off of a movie, but he really wanted to make six hundred, so he's looking at it like a loss. So now I got to cut my losses, and now there's going to be less actors, as as whatever, but. and then they, I guess they're also talking about like conditions, you know, so which mm-hmm. isn't too bad, but like the extras or the people who just got the one or two lines or something like that, they're getting nothing and the price of everything is going up as well, you know, so. But think about it now say, with those generated uh, facial features and generated voices, like those extras about to be, you know. What do I even, what I, yeah, oh, I didn't think about that, yeah. Matter of fact, they did it. I guess there's, I've seen uh, somebody posted about it online about like uh, some Disney movies. Yes, I've seen, I've seen and, like, yeah. And like in the crowd. And, like, and, like, repeat in faces and gestures. Yeah. Yeah. Made it look like the old, NBA, look like NBA Live extras or uh, 2K. Yep. In the crowd. And you see like the same, you know, same face for like five, 10, 15 people and they all do the same. Yeah. At the same yeah, time, the same time. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's it's gonna be something like that where you know people who was 
you know, got a little something for just the extra for that one time. I'm not seeing the residuals or anything like that. I'm just saying, hey, got the one time fee. Come do this one little role for us. Um, you know, walk by, you know, talk one line. But, you know, some of those I feel like it's going to be taken away from those type of opportunities as well. Because, yeah. you know, some people got their first start from like, hey, let me just be extras being around the scene. Hey, doing this and then you work your way up. But to me, it feel like if you ain't, I feel like the acting in that space about to be super hard to get into. Yeah. Especially if you're not established or have a good connection with people already because they was like, well, we well, don't need you to do this one-liner. We can, we'll put that in easy and it's a lot cheaper than having you on redoing the lines over and over and over just for your one true. line. You know? And, and the thing is, I think that like, um, also with a lot of people creating their own lanes for themselves, whereas like with like, skits and, and 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 instagram and youtube and they're making their own shows and this and you know and all that now you got people that are almost skipping the line like skipping yeah like skipping the line because they did it this unconventional route like a king batch or something like that or like mm-hmm. a lot of those people that went from making vines making money off social media and immediately like building this giant following so now he already has the he already has the leverage to go. Yeah. Uh, actually, you got to pay me this much. I get paid this much from Instagram. So I need something to match that while I'm, you know. And so now he's skipping and going straight from Vine or Instagram to even if it's not a leading partner movie, it's still like seven, eight on the call sheet type. Yeah. For his first movie. And that's crazy, you know. It's, we in a whole different that era. That is true because a lot of people were ready for that. That social media skit stuff have made so many opportunities for people to get jumped right into those movies and stuff like that. Like Desi Banks is in some stuff. Um, it's a whole bunch of those in that circle that just say, "I was doing little skits. I can see how I can act well, or I do my I do my own writing of those skits so they can get on the yeah. writer's side of things as well." So it's like that also like country way. Yeah. Oh yeah. For sure. But it, it's like stuff like that. I'm like, I don't know how that's gonna how that's gonna play well in the in the end in the future, especially if they don't have the right like acting ability. It's like, man, you funny on social media. When we come to the movie side, it's like, what's really going you on? But at the same the time, yeah. hey, he's popping. So once his name was on that flyer, we know we're gonna have people coming out to see that movie just for him or see what he's about in this movie. So it's stuff like that. I'm like, man. Yeah. Oof. So, yeah, I think it's definitely changing, you know, how we view a lot um, in the industry. And so, like, man, the only thing I think I kind of, like, kind of hate about it is we about to have a whole lot of movies and TV shows that's about to be, like, pushed back. Like, it's going, like, TV's going to get weird for a while. It's going to be, like, uh, I don't know if you remember the the last strike um, that was like a it was over 10 years ago, but it was like the dawn because of that strike. It birthed a lot of like reality TV. Mm. Because of this writer strike. So there wasn't writers, but how much writing do you need with uh, that was around the time when. What was that? All of those uh, real world and stuff like that. No, like love and hip hop. Um, 
uh, what's the one? A flavor of love. All those came uh. out of the. You know, they all came around the same time. Like at the like yep. around that time, a whole bunch of reality TV just came out of nowhere. Mm. Um, and it was because of that. Like, okay, we don't have writers because they're on strike, but we got to still make stuff. Okay, cool. But now you got writing and acting. Mm. You know, on strike. So I think this may be the dawn of, uh, maybe more podcast, more like YouTube stuff. People are just talking. Um, yeah, well, I mean, we already see that now. I mean, this space yeah. is heavily dominated, and that's like at first, I mean, when we started, we was like, Yeah, we were interested, we saw some prominent podcasts, but I feel like and it might be for everybody. As soon as we started, as soon as we started, yeah. all the NBA players started making their podcasts because it wasn't as many basketball dominated uh podcasts out there. Right but now, yeah. it's like every other player has a podcast, and then they go on each other podcast. Right, and now like they have all of the, um, you know, actors are doing it. They had the R and B singers doing it. They have yeah. It's like every, and I mean, yeah, it's it's the wave right now. So I think that everybody's kind of hopping on it. So any type of interest that you have, everybody's going to go on it. But. Yeah, it's it's super booming. So I, I can see that it's coinciding with the these writer strike and stuff like that. So yeah, and you'll have a whole lot more people being able to now tell their stories and all that. And I think that like, yes, we do still like scripted. We still like. I mean, of course, y'all know we talk about movies all the time, like and TV shows. But I think people are starting to become more invested in the actors and the athletes as people. Yeah. So more we see them being themselves, not actually being the actor. You see Idris Elba on whatever talking with his British accent. Then you're like, oh, okay. well, I like seeing him as him. You know, more people watch the interviews and stuff like that. Um, I did see I did see in as part of the rules in the in the strike is uh, actors aren't allowed to even go on podcasts and talk about their movies. So mm-hmm. I think that kind of messes them up as well with like what they could talk about, what they can say, you know, um, what they got going on, which could hinder them from making money. And they're not allowed to like make videos on their own pages, like or nothing like that. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. But I, I mean, I guess it's also easy to just like, if they literally just tell us about their day or something like that, it sounds dumb. It sounds dumb. But like, I know that like as a whole, for some reason that will make a lot more people tune into that person or like that person more, or for some people end up hating them more because now we're like, man, I didn't know he was, I didn't know he had right. those thoughts, you know, but right. you know, so, um, yeah, man. Uh, some random, you know, that's going on, you know, I don't know why I ended up getting on the, yeah, for sure. Uh, I mean, I guess, it, I guess it all, I guess it all, I guess it all lines up. All the strikes and the monies and the things versus corporations. The yeah, this yeah. whole thing had a thing to it. So I'm not gonna lie, yeah. it all had a <laughs> had a thing to it. I mean, I think, I mean, for the most part, we're definitely gonna keep it short. But I did want to bring up uh, DreamCon is happening this this weekend. Uh, oh yeah, I'll be, down in, I'll be down in Austin. My boy Julius, uh, shout out to uh, I got another, I got a friend called Jamal as well, and then uh, one of his homegirls will, will be going down to Austin. So, um, 
Should be good, man. It's gonna be three day event. RDC World, mm-hmm. uh, Supreme Dream, gonna be hosting that. So it's gonna be a whole bunch of like anime talk, hip hop talk. They have like spoken word down there. They have a whole bunch oh, of dang. gaming tournaments, uh, cosplay contests. Um, of course, vendors is gonna be selling stuff and merch and stuff like that. Everybody, they have a whole bunch of breakout sessions. Maybe like at least between eight to fifteen a day. Um, and then they have like it's a whole bunch of things. They have a schedule, an app, and everything on it. Um, one of it is like content creation, how to get into that space, you know, tips and tricks and stuff like that. Since you know, a lot of people that's going gonna be kind of on that rim as well, as well. Um, right. on that type of vibe. Um, it's a whole bunch of stuff. I think it's gonna be a, a definitely a good networking event. So, like, even if you don't have a business or you're not trying to promote something, just Mixing and matching with people that like the same stuff as you, uh, I think mm-hmm. it's gonna be majority African American, you know, black people that's gonna be there. But it's gonna be a mix of people. But um, for the most part, I was like, this is like the perfect thing for like me, and my friend group for sure, and even for yourself because yeah. it's like one of the other things that we like. Everything we talk about, because they can go from, you know, the skits they was talking about doing in the hood, you know, hey Jamal, don't pull oh. the nine. That's gonna be something I'm gonna bring up if I see them in person. I was like, hey. I ain't even like that, <laughs> but um, uh, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough. Um, shout out, yeah, to keep, Cal. it keeps getting bigger. Oh yeah, Cal. Shout out to Cal and uh, All Points Podcast. They will be having a booth and a session there. I need to talk with them. I don't know what the theme or what they're gonna be talking about while they're there, but definitely check them out. I was looking at that mm-hmm. time slot. It doesn't look like anything else is like a big or major hitter. That's a uh. uh Colliding or co- colliding yeah. with their time slots. So uh definitely reach out to them. Go ahead and book it on the DreamCon app and then check out with them. Uh I'll definitely be there. Definitely checking them out for sure. Um yes, definitely, and, definitely. Tune in to all points. Next uh, you know, next time we talk or get up together about the on the next episode, I'll definitely be trying to talk about the DreamCon experience and stuff like that, try to get the pictures and videos, people I met. Uh, probably try to get Cal on. I have to ask him. Uh, talk about his experience from the vendor side and stuff like that, and then also how he oh, yeah. took him when he walked around. So, because uh, I'll be there for three days, I think he'll be there for two or three days as well. So, that's gonna be that's gonna be a really dope event, man. Looking forward to it. Man, I know that's gonna be fun, man. But because I know it's gonna be even bigger than before, because first it it's- looked smaller, it was easier to talk to. RDC world and now it's like just growing and growing and now it's just like that's why I was talking with Julie I said I, feel, I wish we had went earlier when it was smaller bit of mm-hmm. those connections with people that was you know kind of come annually because now we're coming on the tail end I'm not telling but we're coming in the peak time where it's like super popular and booming because now they have sponsors like Twitch is a sponsor Nintendo right. is a sponsor I was like those are huge hitters I was like you know what I mean? So it's gonna be huge. I think they're gonna have a whole bunch of like voice actors, some type of um uh I think the guy from Holes, uh I forgot the name. Um, uh Zero. Yeah, so uh he gonna Cleo be there. Thomas. Yeah. Yeah, so he's huge into that space, the anime world and stuff like that. So he's gonna be pulling up, but it's gonna be people like that. Um I'm not gonna say, you know, he's not a top celebrity, but I don't see like any like, oh my gosh, I recognize him from whatever. Um, gonna mm-hmm. be there, but you know, we don't know who's gonna slide through, so that's also one of the things that comes to those events. You may not know 
who you bump into. So, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to that, man. So that's this weekend. Shout out to RDC World and DreamCon, and then also Kyle and All Points Podcast. Um, pulling up on that, so we'll definitely oh, man. have a catch ready up to get. Be ready to get some crazy questions asked when you see them or heard, like to hear some crazy questions. I know they're gonna come with some heat. It's gonna be funny. So Yeah. I'll, that's what I was like. I'll I'll have to uh <laughs> prepare my mind, body and soul <laughs> if I go down there and see what they got going on. Cause some of the episodes nah. they have, y'all gotta listen to eight podcasts. Cause some of the topics yeah. they be talking about, I'll be like, Hey bro, how y'all get hang there? With yeah. y'all? I don't know if I can hang with you. <laughs> I'll be no, it'd be y'all some wild. They do real ones. good at matching energy. They do real good at matching energy and stuff like sure, that. For but, sure. But uh <laughs> but I hey, think we that, to, like we gotta do one of those, bro. Uh in a future all points pat podcast and match my energy. Um yeah. At least if we do like some of them, if we can't get all of them or something like that. Right, right. But, man, oh yeah. No, this you know, big shout outs to them, especially the ones that I met, uh Jonathan Crickler. Uh, Midwest, of course, of course, Kyle. Y'all already know it's always shout out to Kyle over here. For uh, sure. Um, and then uh, even the ones that I didn't, man, like I think uh, it's A two. I listen, um, listen over there. But uh, oh yeah, and I just saw that they posted that they just got their um, a lot more videos up. So definitely check out their YouTube. I don't know why that's a quick, quick uh, commercial <laughs> for all points, but you know that's the guy. Exactly. Um, so. Like yeah, um, man, I had like one more thing, but I think I forgot. Um, it's all good. Y'all know how bad my memory is sometimes. <laughs> like, hey, we'll, we'll be we'll, here and go. Yeah, we'll we'll definitely have to. Uh, if you remember it, we'll write it down and we we'll talk about it on the next, on the next one, man. I think we're gonna have to oh, wrap yeah. up, wrap it up. This uh, this yeah, episode, you gotta get out of here. Yeah. yeah, man, I got some plans today. So, uh, but before we leave, ready any, to any shout uh, shout outs? Uh, any shout outs you have, real quick? A uh, real quick one. Um, hmm. You know what? Keep it, keep it for the home team. Uh, shout out to my boy Cole, Cole Reinhardt. Uh, his birthday was just a couple of days ago. He's one of the trainers at my gym. Um, great, knowledgeable trainer. Shoot, we went to the same school. Um, and uh yeah just first off man you're getting older you know so happy birthday there i feel like there's so many birthdays i'm i have around me right now like yeah it's, man but uh yeah um happy birthday and big shout out to kyle uh if you need any personal training from him uh definitely hit him up uh it'll definitely be in the bio um great trainer very knowledgeable very professional um and it's only getting better from there. And also, uh, I'm going to keep this um, us. So, yeah, a big shout out to everybody uh, that's been helping keeping my business afloat. Boy, it's been a it's been a trouble. It's been it's been a time. Definitely something uh, I would want to break down another time. But, yeah, I'll just For shout sure. out to Kyle today. Um, so, yeah, For what sure, about you? Uh, I have one. Um... His name is Jimmy Camille, or he goes by Art Monster um, 3. He does a whole bunch of 
artwork again. I'm on artwork month, I guess. But um, he does the like resin tables. He also does mm, like okay. paintings and you know different uh artwork and stuff like that. Um, I bought a uh, uh buy me heat painting from him maybe two or three years ago, and now he has this sale going on where he has some of these um anime themed tables or I don't know how to say it, like end tables. Um, so I saw that I was reaching out to him, so I might be trying to get one of those. But I wanted to shout him out because I actually shot with him before. I do like okay. to shout out people that I actually like work with, not like right. And, oh, of course, you know some people you like, hey, I might their work. I'll just shout them out. But I actually got his work already supported. Got some more work in my house and stuff like that. So um, that'd be somebody for sure. Uh, I do. He has an interesting story that he's kind of been posting about. I think he had dealt with some uh mental struggles that he posted on his story. So I don't know him personally, but I'll also mm. try to reach out to have him try to come on the show as well, which that's everybody. Everybody okay. shout out. I always try to get him on the show. So, right. True. Um, but yeah, for sure. Definitely trying to get him to talk, talk about his, uh, his battle and how he got into the artwork as well. So, but shout out to him. Uh, okay. Jimmy Camille. Oh, one more, one more quick one. Well, uh, my little cousin, Say little cousins, dude's huge. Uh <laughs> swole, swole, my swole little cousin, uh Demarcus, Demarcus Fonroy. Um, we both uh he his birthday is also today, like I said. I, I just mm. thought of that just now. Dang. He turned 27. Man, he was he got into personal training, uh, or he went to college for like exercise science and all that. But I think he works in the railroad now. Um, he played, he played college football, was a big boy. He's one of the ones that like started off real chubby most of his life, locked into sports and fitness and stuff. And now he's just this like super big buff dude, you know, uh, from uh, Mississippi. It's my uh, family from down there, down in Gulfport. And so, yeah, man, uh, big shout outs to uh, T-Bone. To, you know, everybody in my family got nicknames. This <laughs> <laughs> T-Bone, aka DeMarcus, man. Super proud of you. Love you, man. Uh, yeah, happy birthday. Uh, so yeah, man, keeping this one quick. Uh, thank y'all for tuning in. Uh, if you definitely, definitely if you want to be a guest or you have topics and stuff, definitely uh, hit us up. I'll leave the email in the uh, in the description, or hit us up on any of those, any of the, uh, the IGs you see, any for of sure. the ads. Hit them up. Um, but yeah. Uh, and whether we chat like bros, like we did today, or we have to base you like an enemy, it's all fun and games. Just match my energy. Just match my energy. Just match my energy. Yeah.